Welcome to Girls from the Gym, where we lift up topics from the mat. Today, we're going to be talking about running, and I'm Aura, and with me today is Brent Wheaton. Brent is an endurance runner who has been competing in Spartans and in triathlons and in urban thons and something called Rim to Rim. Hey, tell us about what Rim to Rim is. So it's a rite of passage for runners in like the Northern Arizona region. Um, I actually did the, the Nancy version of it. Oh, the new one is Rim to Rim to Rim. So Rim to Rim is you start on one side of the Grand Canyon, doesn't matter which one, and you run the whole trail to the opposite side. So I did North Rim to South Rim. And then the new thing would be Rim to Rim to Rim. So you start, go to the opposite side, and then come back and finish where you started from. But it's a long ways, like 20 miles for Rim to Rim. So the 40 sounded like a bit much for me. <laughs> did you do it by yourself? I, I ran by myself, but there were a bunch of people that went with me. And they just did some like little day hikes around there um, because they did not want to do rim to rim with me. <laughs> do you have to like bring your own food, water and like. Like the goal is you're running it. So you start early and you get done when you get done. So like we went, went separately because they went to the south rim and I went to the north rim. So I showed up at the north rim at like four in the morning and i basically just waited until i could see well enough to like put my feet down on the trail and then just started on the trail oh my gosh what time did you get finished uh it was early afternoon i don't remember um so my friends actually like they were hiking with who had cancer and was going through chemo she's a super avid outdoors person um, but they got delayed. So we were supposed to meet at like one, I think. And, and I was late, uh, cause I got slowed down in the Canyon and I was up there freaking out because I, like, you don't want to pack a bunch of extra stuff. So all I had was like food and water for the trip. So I'm like running around the super touristy South Rim, trying to find the people that I'm meeting up with and they just hadn't got back there yet. So you were thinking, oh, no, they left me in at the same time. They're like, oh, no, Brent's waiting on us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. So you run it. It's not a hike. It's, it's like a you run down the hill and then you run up the hill. Yeah, so that's the like the endurance aspect of it. Like you can hike the same. And I actually ended up walking a bunch of it because my knee was bothering me. So around about a little before I got to the river, so about halfway, my knee was bugging me. So I actually hiked the rest of it from there what a beautiful place to go oh it was fantastic like the north rim not very many people go there and so you're running through this beautiful canyon all the way down and there's just no one so you're like totally in nature and it's just gorgeous everywhere oh is there a lot of people that do this yes i mean a lot in the running community mostly that is so cool. Would you do it again? I would, but I would be much more prepared for it. Everyone I told this story to just laughed at me because 
I was sitting here thinking like, oh yeah, I'm just like a 20 mile run. Like that's not bad. So I literally, I took two Gatorades, one for each hand. And I took like two uh, diet bars. So it's like a meal to itself. And that was it. Like that was all I took on this 20 mile run through the Grand Canyon. And like, I knew there was water, like they have stops along the way so you can refill your water, but I still about died. So better preparation, (laughs) I would definitely do it again. Do you have to have like special shoes to run down like that? Or is the trail pretty, pretty level? Um, it's pretty level. They do a lot of switchbacks. The, the grades aren't super bad. I mean, obviously there are grades because it's a Grand Canyon, but like coming down on the, on the North side, I was actually, I always start way too fast. So I was running fairly fast for a trail. I have to say that was the one I I had to look up. I'm going to be really honest. After you told me like all the races that you've done, I was like, I don't even know what any of these are. (laughs) (laughs) And so when I was going through there, looking it all up, I, when I got to the rim to rim, I was like, oh my goodness, this is so beautiful. I would totally do this one. (laughs) Yeah, it was fantastic. One of my coworkers was a super avid runner and they told me about it. And as soon as they told me, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to go do that. (laughs) So if you're on the North Rim and you start at four in the morning, do you get to see the sunrise or is it behind you? Yeah. So you're running essentially North to South most of the way, like there's switchbacks, but you're generally going straight North to South. So yeah, you get to see the sun come up over the game. That's pretty sweet. Yes. So I had to look up what a triathlon was. I was like, I thought, I thought I knew it was biking, swimming and running, but I had no idea the distance that you guys have to go in a triathlon. So uh, you've done, you said sprints. So that's, so that's the shorter one. Like, not that that's short at all, but 750 (laughs) meter swim, a 20 K bike and a 5 K run. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is just mind blowing. So how do you prepare for that? Uh, a lot of swimming. I know, I know you're going to hate hearing this, but <laughs> I do not like swimming. Oh. I've never, like, I've never been a, I can swim, but I've never been a strong swimmer. I swim like really slow. Every time I'm preparing for a triathlon, I got to spend a lot of time in the pool. Um, I suspect with your long legs that you're a good biker, though. Yeah. Yep. I do fairly well on the bike. So whatever time you kind of fall fall off of or, you know, you make up in biking and, of course, running. Yeah. I actually, most of the time I gain is on the run because I'm weird and I love the run at the end. And everyone else gets the run and they're like, ugh, running. <laughs> I've always admired that about you, how much you love running. Where did you get that from? Uh, I started in high school. I went out for football my freshman year, and I was a little overweight kid. So as a freshman, I'm this pudgy little kid, and they put me at a lineman. And then all of the seniors were kind of abusing me. I'm like, ah, I hate football. This sucks. So then the next year, I went out for cross country. And the cross country coach was my favorite teacher, the science teacher. You know, you're out running, but you're running as a team. And it's a very us 
mentality as you run and it was just fun and i never thought going out and running three or four or five or however many miles would be fun but he really made it to where you could appreciate i'm running with people that i like here oh did you take to it naturally like was this just a natural movement for you kind of i've had long legs so (laughs) that helped my uh my foot strikes i had to mess with a little bit uh i didn't have any really big form issues that that i had to work on so kind of kind of (laughs) well i love it well to do an olympic distance now that that seems really far 1.5k a 40k bike ride and a 10k run that had to be really hard it was probably the worst race of my life and i say that for a lot of reasons first it was in northern arizona which right after i did that race i found out that that's where all of the elite triathletes go to train they go to flagstaff because of the elevation so there were like olympic triathletes at this little triathlon that i was doing so i literally i was in the first group to start and then they started guys olympic guys sprint women's olympic and there was a lady who finished the swim before me so she was cooking (laughs) that's also the race where it was an open water swim so you're in a lake and you did two circles and in the middle of the second circle out in no man's land cannot touch the ground uh, my calf cramped up (gasps) and i was like i'm going to drown they had like they had a lot of support like literally there was kayaks and jet skis about every 10 feet so i was like i'm gonna drown ah wave really fast and a little girl came over in a kayak and i hung on and worked out my cramp but a little girl (laughs) she was i swear she was in high school and just like chilling out there in a kayak and after i finished my swim it was good because uh the bike and the run but that cramp really, really took it out of me. And also seeing that lady like blaze by me, I'm like, oh, wow, turns out I'm slow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first triathlon is definitely a learning experience. Uh, I went and I was like, I went in my swimming trunks and I was fully expecting you finish your swim and you like go into the locker room and change and get your biking stuff. No, you're just out in the middle of a parking lot. So I did my entire first full triathlon in board shorts. So definitely (laughs) a learning curve. Yeah. Is there like a little bit of, uh, you know, chafing? (laughs) It was, it was not the most pleasant thing I've ever experienced, (laughs) (laughs) but it was very good. Like I have never going to make that mistake ever again. <laughs> Learning curve achieved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. So um, as you go out of the, these triathlons, you kind of go to another kind of thing called the Spartans, where I want to say, is that less serious, but still high intensity? Spartans to me is every time you go, they, they show the coverage of the elite group competing. Um, but most people just do it to get out and do it. So, like, I am never serious about it. And, yeah, I check my time, but it doesn't really make a difference to me. Because it's fun. 
So um, now the sprint is a 5K with 20 obstacles over yeah. rugged terrain. Mm -hmm. And then you said you did the distance, which is the super distance. Yep. Which, which is a 10K with 25 obstacles over rugged terrain. Yeah. And they vary just based on where they're at in distance and obstacles both. Tell us one of the craziest obstacles. Like we were like, oh, I don't know if that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Spartan's pretty good about that. There's the spear throw, which is always pleasant, but they also like I've never felt unsafe doing them, but they have had some that surprised me. The What's very, the spear throw? They have like a little straw dummy and you have a javelin attached to a string. No. And you have to throw it into the dummy. And so a successful like completion of the obstacle is when you get your spear to stick in the dummy and unsuccessful awesome. is if it like bounces off or if you miss completely and then oh you get to God. do burpees. Oh, you do burpees? Yeah. Every failed obstacle is supposed to be 30 burpees. <laughs> what else is there? What is another cool one? Um, there is a memory obstacle. The very first race I did. So like half a mile in, they had a board and you like looked for your race number essentially. And they gave you a random string of three or four letters. And then two miles later, they're like, okay, now tell us what your letters were. And if you got them right, you, you pass the obstacle. And if you got them wrong, you did burpees. Oh no. <laughs> I have the worst memory. That would be terrible for me. Ah. <laughs> I I blanked for a second. Like I saw the sign. I'm like, oh my gosh, I stopped thinking about those letters. What were they? But I did end up getting that one. They have <laughs> they have a lot of really good, actually a lot of movements from CrossFit. They usually have a, a sandbag carry. There's uh you pull weights, like drag them on a rope towards you. And they did tire flips, rope climbs, a lot of like terrain climbs so like they give you cargo netting and you have to climb up i don't know that's all good stuff Do people help each other yeah so that's one thing that i really like about the spartan races because it's kind of like a relaxed atmosphere everyone is cheering for everyone else so like i've helped people i did this race in minnesota it was a sprint on a ski course which sucked because you were running up ski slopes Oh, no. um, but there's this one that a lot of people struggle with. It's sandbags and you have to, like they're attached to a rope and you pull the rope until the sandbags get to like the top of the scaffolding. And then you have to let it down slow. And I remember I was running that race with a friend. I was waiting for my friend to get there because I was running faster than them. There was just this little girl who, well, she was a lady but she was very small and she was struggling with it. So I went over and I like stood on the tail of a rope so that she like didn't have to hold the weight and regrip. So like my body weight would hold it and she regripped up the rope and pulled again. And then I would like step on it. So everybody's looking out for everybody else in Spartan races. Oh, I love it. Now is the Spartan race the one where you jump over fire? Yeah, at the finish, they always have a fire pit that you jump. <laughs> I don't know. Did you do it? Yeah. Um, it was actually, I think, the race in Minnesota. I was feeling good, so 
I was like, oh, I'm going to show off. So I did like a weird jump or something for the camera. And I told my friend, I was like, yeah, I got off the ground. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. I'm going to fall on fire. I did, <laughs> I did make it over, but I was worried for a second. How many Spartans have you done? I have no idea. I'm going to say <laughs> definitely less than 20 and more than five. How's that? Wow. Wow. I do Spartan races because I love going to see stuff. So I have them all spread out so I can go on a little mini vacation for a few days. Do you meet lots of cool people? Oh, definitely. In Atlanta. Well, it was outside Atlanta, but in the general vicinity. I did one and like they do wave starts. So they'll start a group of people and then 15 minutes later, they'll start a new group. And I always jump out in front so I can get to the obstacles before a lot of people. And this race in Atlanta, there were three guys that jumped out and ran with me. And we literally spent the entire first half of the race talking and BSing while we ran the whole race. I remember at the finish, I, well, it was before the finish. So a couple of them fell out and I had to do burpees on one of these obstacles. And a guy comes up and stands next to me. I was like, who is this guy? And I looked, I was like, oh, that was that guy that I was running with. He's like, keep it up, man. And so then like I went and found him at the Finnish festival. And it was, it's just crazy that you are making connections like that while you run. Oh, love it. Lifetime fun connections. Are there different kinds of personalities that do this? So like super serious, you know, almost erotic, ego driven to just, hey, I'm cool. I came for the beer and hang, hanging out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I remember I'm pretty loner, especially when I go to these races. I don't take friends. You see so many crazy groups like there. I've seen bridal parties and they'll be wearing shirts like here's the bride and stuff like that. And then Aww. like you see friend groups or gym groups or just craziness. Like a lot of people will go in costumes. So it's like there'll be a costume party apart, you know, like just because the crazy groups that are going. And then obviously you have the people who are super dedicated, but you don't really run into them as much because they go early in the morning for Spartans. So they're there, but not people you're going to randomly bump into on the course. How about the triathlon guys? Are they like all serious? It, I, I assume there's no fun goers on that one. Is They're all like super serious. Aren't you they? would actually be really surprised. Like ah! a lot of the ones that I have done have been like local things. And so there have literally been people. I remember there was a group of like eight people and they just did it to get moving. And the pool that we were in, it was like all of the lap swim was on the shallow end of the pool. So this group of eight people, they get in and they literally, like they can't swim it. So they're literally walking in the pool, the swim portion. And then they get out and they're like, they've got just regular bikes, not racing bikes and, you know, just whatever. And they're just out there having a blast, just doing something. Oh, I love it. And do you have a fancy bike? Yeah, I do. I actually have <laughs> I have two fancy bikes. One of them's just for race day and one of them's for everything else. Um, but even the people who are super serious, like 
on triathlons, I'm very like results driven and focused on my times and my splits and everything. Even people like that are very like encouraging towards everybody else. The one that I've done a few times, I think I've done it four times now, uh, gone back like four different years. They, so they do the swim and then the bike is an out and back and the run is an out and back on the same trail. So like you're biking along the same place that the runners are going and literally everyone is cheering for everyone else. They're like, as you're biking and like people are coming back or going out like across you, they'll be like, yeah, biker, go biker. You know, because you don't know anybody, but you still want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm cheering for you. That's always like my favorite part when when like just being a part of the crowd and like watching somebody accomplish something like that. I always get chills. I'm like, yes, look at him go because you're obviously doing something I can't do. (laughs) I would doubt that. I bet you could do it. (laughs) I don't think so. I, I have something wrong with my run. Maybe you can help me. I like have like. I don't know. I just don't enjoy running. I have to, it's like, it's painful for me almost. I like can't get my breathing right. I always feel like I'm hyperventilating. I I know I probably have some sort of posture. You know, I'm always preaching good posture, but I think when I run, I, I run with my hips tilted the wrong way, maybe. And like my butt out. And that's why my lower back hurts. And, and I always, like you were talking about foot placement on the trail. Well, I have horrible foot placement. I think I, I run on my toes. <laughs> well, Aura, you really okay. need to have a relationship okay. with your butt, first of all. <laughs> so thanks thanks for giving me the opportunity to say that. Yes, yes. I'm always telling you, you need a relationship with your butt. Because when you lift, I, I, that's so important. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, a lot of that stuff is like core stability. Like you think about running is, oh, I'm just using my legs, but there's a lot of core involved in like good running form. So keeping your core tight is, is a big deal. And I know when I coached cross country, that was how we ended every day is with core workouts. So we went and ran and then, okay, now it's time for core work. The breathing, I have never coached breathing. I just always tell my kids, like, this is something you have to work out for yourself. How I do it is, I do my breaths for my steps. So I'll do like two footfalls is breathing in and then two footfalls is breathing out. And that way I don't get into like the short choppy breaths where you're basically panting. And I don't have to like force my running cadence to be something because like if I need to slow down, my breathing just slows down too, if that makes sense. It does. I've never thought about, you know, I have to be honest, when I run, I think, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and, and I think my attitude is, you know, you can see it in my body posture, you know, I've got that that arched back and like, oh, I hate this. Um, I want to try that. I wonder if that would be almost distracting for me, like to concentrate more on my breathing and my footfalls. I, to me, it just helps me relax. So like running relaxed is is a big deal. If you're all tensed up thinking about how miserable this is, you're going to have form breakdown. <laughs> so to me, that's just relaxing. Like my breathing and my feet, it's soothing, I guess. Oh, I like that. I, 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 when I watch you run, you're almost elastic. I don't know if that's the right word, but you're like, you rebound, you know, nicely. When I think of myself running, I think of like an old Chevy 
pickup that's that can't handle ruts very well and i just i'm rigid yeah um a lot of that's probably your foot striking and being tensed up from thinking i hate this i hate this i hate this <laughs> um i remember i watched this one girl run i don't know how she got into running because she totally she ran like she was in high heels after watching her for a little while i looked up and her calves were just huge so i think the the rebound is definitely footfall uh just because of that like how your foot's landing is helping you absorb that impact but then just enjoying it because running's fun <laughs> i always look at runners like uh, bikers you guys are like free to do whatever you want like the wind is in your face and your hair you look just so free and independent but yet i'm okay you know like a loner that's okay with hanging out with a group of people as long as we stick to you know this this topic <laughs> i always like am very envious of it but at the same time i'm like uh, more of a spectator like i would like to do that but i don't know if i can oh, everybody can <laughs> It's just a matter of like <laughs> how much, how fast, how hard kind of, you know? I guess so. I should try. I think the girl you're talking about is me. I always run like I got high heels and I got gigantic uh, calves. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> I have, I can't drop my heel. I don't know why. I just, I, they, like even in jump roping, I never can just kiss the, that heel can never just kiss the ground. I always am up on my toes all the time. I think I even learned how to walk that away. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I would uh, I just think that running is such a just such a cool badass looking thing and I I I just admire it so much. I love running because it's the idea that anybody can be a badass runner. I and I say that <laughs> completely honestly. Like I understand that I will never run a sub 5 minute mile. I like I get that. But I can still run a fast mile for me. So like when I run, I think, especially like with triathlons, because it's a very like self-focused competition, because you're not really racing against the other people out there, because most of them aren't going to be in direct competition with you. You're really competing with yourself to see what you can do. Yeah, it's cool to pass people and it's cool to like be first, but I read this article and it really stuck with me. And the lady was talking about the importance of goal setting. And she's like, yeah, I really struggled with running because, you know, I was never the fastest. I was never like as good as I thought I should be. And so she started setting goals. And for every race, she set three goals. And the A goal is like, this would be amazing if I could do it. And then she had a B goal, which is like, here's where I really should be. And then she had a C goal, which is like, this is something that I should accomplish. Even if I have, have a bad race, I should get this. And she did it because, you know, you go out and run a mile and you're like, I'm going to run this mile in five minutes. And as soon as you get to the point where you're not going to get that five minute mile, it's super easy to give up. You're like, oh, well, now I can't get, get my five minute mile. So I might as well stop. And so she did these tiered goals to keep driving herself. And then she felt accomplished anytime like, oh yeah, I got my B goal this time. or Oh, I did really good and I got my A goal. So, you know, you're really focusing on your accomplishments and just how much you're doing for yourself. 
Oh, I love that. It's so motivating. Actually, it makes me want to like give it a try again. So can I tell you my my amazing goals story before I talk about training? Okay, I do. I want to hear your amazing um, goals. So I coached cross country for high school kids my third year of teaching and for a couple of years in there. And my team was never that great, mostly because our, our school was really about football. But I had this one girl who decided that she wanted to try cross country in the middle of a season. And she had like thought about it for a while and considered it. And she's like, okay, I want to try it. And her mom was like, well, it might not be a great idea, you know? And the girl was like, nope, I'm going to try it. And she was very slow. Like, I cannot say that a different way. She was not a fast runner. This is a girl who was running like... 50 minute 5k's so three miles and just a little under an hour and she was the happiest one of my runners ever because she always had goals and there were always things that she really pushed herself hard to do she had walked during races and so before each race she told herself like this is how much i'm gonna walk and so then she like really pushed herself to run as much as she needed to get that goal this is a girl who's like still out on the course and everybody's ready to pack up and go home and she's still out there working and i never saw her finish a race without a smile because she always was lessening that time that she was walking and it was so like enlightening to me as a coach because if i was running a 50 minute 5k i would be so upset with myself and here's this little girl. She's like, yeah, I didn't nearly as much this time. And as a coach, I'm like, yeah, you did awesome. Like, obviously, we both know that she's not going to be an Olympic runner, but she's doing awesome for her. And so in that sense, she is a badass runner. Oh, I love it. So what's your goal? Ooh, I set different goals for each race. Usually 5Ks, okay. like... A realistic time for me is low 20s. So if I'm under 20 minutes on a 5K, that is my amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's like my, you know, my start time. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So do you have any other kind of goals? Um, uh, honestly, it depends a lot on the race. Like for triathlons, I'll set myself benchmarks for uh each section and i always like my transitions and stuff when i do spartans it's usually an obstacle so for the longest time i would fail out on rope climbs and so i started focusing on that i'm like i'm gonna be able to climb this rope and i finally got it and i was like giving random people high fives because i was like i did it give me a high five <laughs> so i i set goals but i have a goal just for each race or whatever i'm doing Oh, I love it. I, I asked you what your goals in the future are, like what races you want to run. And I, I, of course you said Ironman, but I saw, I was like, Rag, Ragnar? It's like, well, that sounds like a cool thing. And I looked it up. Oh my goodness. That's an amazing yeah. thing. Tell us about it. So Ragnar. you get a team of like 12 people and it's essentially a big relay race. Each one of your 12 people does this leg and their legs are like uh, I think three to six miles is what they say it's like a straight line run you start and your one runner starts and the rest of your team will like drive to the next checkpoint and then 
your next runner will tag in at that checkpoint and then you go to the next one and it just seems so cool because it's this huge race so like you start in the day on saturday and you run daylight saturday nighttime saturday and then sunday morning to finish and just the idea of it is super cool because it combines all these things that i love like a you have obviously the running which is just awesome and then you have your team which is all going to be your friends so in between running you're like hanging out with your friends and then you always have like built-in motivation because obviously your friends are there cheering you on as you run your segment and you do more than one but you know like you know you have all these people rooting for you just love it and plus then they do like cool runs so there's one like it was on beaches in florida so you like finished at miami beach and there was one in england and you like ran along the cliffs of dover and stuff i was like yeah this is awesome but sadly i cannot find 12 people who are crazy (laughs) enough to run that with me and 12 people, I, I was like, oh, this sounds cool. How many people do you have to have? Yeah. 12, what? But they're big. <laughs> I, you can do a team of six. Then you just run twice as much. I was like, eh, yeah, 12 is good. 12 is good on this one. <laughs> we need to find 12 people. 12 yeah. people. That's our goal. <laughs> I thought I thought the running at night or like you have all night to get there before sunset. I think that's when they said one of them would be done before the sun goes. No, right, you race before the sunset. Is that right? Or before the sun rises. I think there's like one yeah. that goes overnight when I was looking. And I was just like, oh, that's Yeah, I remember cool. <laughs> I was scrolling through stuff on their site and saw pictures of like people running with headlamps and the reflector strips and all that. I was like, yes, that's the one I want to do. Let me run in the middle of the night. I would like to do that. Just something new and fun. I just, I love that. <laughs> hey, we should, we should train together. Like I'm a good swimmer. I could teach you to swim. I think you run. are definitely getting the worst of that deal because I'm a very bad swimmer. Remember, <laughs> eh, I'm the high I mean, runner. running's easy. That's easy to coach. <laughs> but swimming, there's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> see, I don't look at swimming that way. I think swimming's like super easy. You just <laughs> swim like a fish. <laughs> but I haven't competed in quite a few years, so I don't know how much I know anymore. But it'd be it fun would, to work sure. out with you sometime. Hey, thanks for talking with me about running. I really, I'm glad. I really loved it. It was fun. <laughs> so we'll have to do something this summer and like meet back and then talk as about it. As long as we're not under quarantine still. Oh my gosh. I want this to yeah. end. <laughs> exactly. So we can go out and have fun. <laughs> hey, Brent, you thanks, take care you of too. yourself, okay? <laughs> All right, bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please email us at girlsfromthegym.com the number three at gmail.com.